Hello and welcome. <laughs> Hi, guys. I love restaurant punk. This is great. Hi, Noel. How Hello, is brother. Everyone? Hello. Hey, brother. <laughs> restaurant. So, oh, sorry. Jeez, well, Pete. I was just going to say what's on the agenda for today. Does anybody have any chips on their shoulder that they want to you know, talk about no chips on my shoulder, just a bit of an eye twitch. <laughs> you do have a little eye twitch. What's that from? Twitch. Stress. Why? What's going on in your life right now? <laughs> <laughs> How much time do we have in this episode? <laughs> um, I think maybe a lot of shit going on between what is it? One, two, three, four, five, maybe six new places by May. Yeah, let's break it down. Kara Restaurant Group, we are looking at opening. We got Petunia and Prohibition Creamery. Prohibition Creamery. What's Petunia? So Petunia right now is we're still in a toss up between a high end pasta joint, I guess. We're trying to make it special, but not seeing something that this town needs or potentially an Asian fusion restaurant. We're not sure yet. We're thought. still working on it. We're still working. It's still on up it. in the air. Okay. And then Prohibition Creamery, um, where we're gonna do wild milkshakes. Wild milkshakes. We're gonna do. When you say fun wild, tacos. what do you mean by like how wild are we getting here? I'm talking like stacks. I'm talking like you're getting a piece <laughs> of cake. You're getting. Uh, we're gonna do like a tiramisu. And we're gonna shove some lady fingers in there. If you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go buck wild. This got very sexual very quick. Yeah. It's gonna be fun though. It's going to be fun. I feel like the town needs something. Yeah, it's just different. I mean, everywhere where you go here, it's either you go to your, you know, uh, Springer's where they have their classic scooped ice cream. Now they make their ice cream. So there's a big deal there. Yeah. But then you have other places that just do like your typical soft serve yeah. in your waffle cone. And there's no flair to it, you know. And so we're just trying to bring a little. Where's Georgie, Georgie Jazz hands when you need yeah. them? Bring a little jazz hands to the creamery did you say flare flare as in tgi friday's flare with the <laughs> suspenders and the pins like no are you gonna no, start no, no, flipping no. Bottles aesthetically the- that is not what we're going for no, i'm talking flare on like the product as opposed to the um um and the experience brand okay i think right. coming in and not scooping ice cream with a smile and a big cop and here's your sunday instead of making the ice cream in front of everybody i'm sorry how many places cream? do you go in this town that they're smiling when they're scooping ice cream? Now, when you let's th- be realistic now when you say this town which town are we speaking of excuse me um i'm just gonna broaden it to cape may county cape may county in new jersey <clears throat> yes yes representing just for anybody listening or watching, just so you know, when we say this town, which town we're talking yeah, about, because a lot of people come to this town from the city, whether it's, mm-hmm. uh, I would say, New York, Philly, or even Washington, D.C., uh, come and visit in the summer. So yeah. this town off season, you know, not too many people are uh, familiar with what Fair it's like. Enough. So we're just uh, spitting that out there. But between Petunia, between Prohibition Creamery. And what else do we have on the plate? Um, Two new concepts going into one of our shore towns here called Sun Harbor, um, taking over one of the, I don't want to call it a historic, but like a very well-known restaurant that we're transforming into two different spots, Mm -hmm. um, which is women-owned. Women owned. Women, women owned, owned baby. Right. Woman fucking power. We, <laughs> yeah, women power in this I have group. learned my lesson now mm-hmm. over the years. 
I love the guys, but there was a point, Pete, where I looked at you, me, and Nico, and I said, uh, guys, listen, uh, we need a woman. And I don't know if it was you. I'm going to say it was Nico that said, for what? <laughs> and I said, we well, tried I'll it. fuck him up. <laughs> Once, twice. Yes. It didn't work out the way we expected the first time. Well, it takes a certain type of woman to yes. live with three men as a roommate. Have you ever lived with three men? And can you imagine living with three guys? Uh, personally, I'm a slob. I'm a slob and I don't pick up after myself. Yeah, I've only ever lived with one male roommate and he is very opposite of a slob, very meticulous in how he likes things. And it was the best roommate I've ever had. And I found him where? <laughs> Craig's Craigslist. List. So would you rather live with yourself and three other women as roommates or yourself and three other men as roommates? I I'm going to make, your, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make your life harder. a lot easier. So my topic is, would you rather work a Saturday night shift in a 60 seat restaurant that needs four servers, right? Right. 15 seats per server. Would you rather work with three women or three men in the front oh, of the three house? Women. Front of the house. Front of the house, three women. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. See, I think I would go the opposite. You'd rather work with three guys? Yeah. Are you out of your fucking mind? Really? Why? Why? Serving in the front of the house? Serving. Shit. No fucking way. I don't know. Look, I'm a kitchen guy. From my experience seeing front of the house workers in Philadelphia, just my time working in Philadelphia and the restaurants that I work, I always found the guy servers at those places that I've worked have been strong. Hey, just keep your eyes on me because Noel's giving you a dirty look right now. (laughs) Don't don't even look her way. I'm not going to turn her away for the rest of the viewing. Okay. The rest of the filming. Viewing. That's accurate. The rest of the viewing. The viewing the will, be, will be held at yes. 7 p.m. I'm actually surprised, Pete. I, I feel like I'm more, uh, I could be more myself in front of all guys. Absolutely. And That's the problem. I feel like it's a comfort level for me for executing the, the rest of the night. Uh, table service, just working, my communication skills, just I feel like to you other blend guys. in real well with women though, Pete. Yeah. I, I you really do like out of it's, everybody, I feel like you you can But it's a personal comfort thing to me. That's what it comes down okay. to. It's how I can be around them. It's a very biased opinion just for me specifically. Get I couldn't ladies. do all women. Get them. <laughs> <laughs> Comment below on everything you disagree about it. I think there's a certain type of woman that would prefer to work with all men. Going back to my initial example of would you rather live with three guys? Because there's the certain type of woman that would say uh, women are bitches. And I don't want to be there because you know what? At least with the guys, there's no drama. They might be slobs. It might smell around here. And that's why I kind of, that's where I was cl- conflicted with that question because I feel like the drama, the, the lack of drama with living with men, because I mean, hormones are flying. We're all cycling together. You have your makeup products fucking everywhere. Who used my expensive shampoo and conditioner? Like living with women. I had one female roommate and it drove me nuts. And then I got Nathan who grade a roommate again off Craigslist and he's been the best roommate that I've ever had. Oh, what? I, got, I found Nathan on Craigslist. So you were searching for a roommate on Craigslist. I searched for a roommate everywhere else, but Craigslist. And then when it came down to a time crunch, I put up an ad on Craigslist. 
and he answered me and it just, you know, I could be dead right now. I did leave little <laughs> notes everywhere that said, if I'm dead, Nathan did it, which I've removed <laughs> all of the notes, Nathan. I promise you that now I've switched it over to Pete. Nate dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's fascinating by the way, because <laughs> I, I feel like every woman knows, you know, don't go hunting for, you know, anybody on Craigslist because it's just bad news. Yeah. You just happen to hit the I've just pot. struck out or like I've lucked out with, Craigslist, like from finding a roommate, and then even Nathan found our house in Lidwood on uh, Craigslist for like thirteen hundred bucks for a three bedroom, huge backyard, driveway allows dogs. Where are you going to find that in South Jersey? Nowhere, nowhere. nowhere. I I don't know. I have really good luck with Craigslist. <laughs> Besides the point, we have two brand new restaurants going in in Stone Harbor with female female owners. Very excited. So we have two new restaurants going into Stone Harbor, New Jersey, and we have two new places opening in Cape May Courthouse, New Jersey, which is Petunia Prohibition. Do we have, we're working on names, right? I think right Stone now Harbor. we're at room 17 15. for the room 15 for the one location room 15 and the other location. We have like seven names up in the air right now. Uh, Rubia seems to be the front runner, but I don't like Rubia. So on the way out, um, blush was a recommendation. Well, again, it just, I think of a strip club. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I just, I'm stuck with Rubia to me is a stripper that I met in Toronto. So uh, Toronto is known for its strip clubs, by the way, or dance halls. Whatever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Next so, vacation. And the legal age is 19. <laughs> yes. So at 19 years old, I moved up there on my 19. It wasn't an accident. And, you know, the first strip club that I went to up there, they have a photo album at the front. So you go through the photo album and pick which woman you want. And the woman that I picked the was. service. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was uh, first class. And I believe her name was Rubia. So calling one of our restaurants Rubia, uh, it's tough for me. <laughs> You know, great. Is it a bad lap dance? Or? No, it was fantastic. <laughs> it, was just, it was great. But <laughs> I think realistically for Debbie, who is going to be taking over that location, she uh -huh. is looking for something more feminine uh, as far as the name and the identity of the place. And so I think that's why, you know, like, because Rubia, what, it means blonde or something? Yes. Yeah, I think she wants you to know? stick to that blonde, gold yeah. naming. Do we think the name is a deal breaker when it comes to an establishment, a bar, uh, a restaurant? Do we think there's, I guess the question is, do we think it's a make or break point? I wouldn't say it's a make or break point, but it is a topic of conversation. If you have an interesting name or something that catches somebody's attention in a way that they want to tell the next person they see, like I just drove by this restaurant. It's called fanny packs. I don't know. It's called whatever. <laughs> it's just something ridiculous. Like did, if you named a place like that, do you just say fanny? Packs? I did say fanny packs because I don't know. It's the first thing that came <laughs> to mind. So let's take, let's take one of the best restaurants in the world or in the United States. Let's just pick one. Let's say, uh, Momofuku? I don't know. The name just popped out. Yes. Let's say, so the owner of Momofuku. Yeah. Am I saying it right? Momo, yeah, Momo, Momofuku. Momo, Momofuku. Right? David Chang, right? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. So let's say instead of calling it Momofuku, mm -hmm. right? He called it, it's David Chang is his name, Yeah, right? I believe so, yeah. Let's say if he called it Chang's instead of Momofuku. Yeah. Well, Would it still be what it is? Chang's. Well, no, because that, that it's basically the name like he wanted something i saw an interview with him 
And he basically said, what's the craziest name I can come up with for my restaurant? And he's like, somebody just brought out Momofuku. And he's like, that's perfect. Let's go with that. That's but a, it's a conversation piece. It's absolutely it's a conversation, conversation yeah, piece. Yeah, and, and it all comes down to like how you brand it as well. Because you were talking like it needs an identity. It needs a brand. And I feel like that's something that's so wacky and out there that you can play with. Yeah. And I can see how Rubia kind of is just like a Rubia period. Like how do you play with that? How do you build off of that? How do you identify or like make an image out of it? I feel like some people in the group like the name and some people don't. So is there a conversation to be had? Yeah, because we've been talking about it for two weeks. So does that mean we leave the name Rubia? Because now I'm starting to lean back towards, okay, maybe we just leave the name Rubia and let let somebody run with it. And I think we're getting better at letting people express themselves Mm -hmm. and do some of the things that they want. I know I have because there's a lot of things that I don't agree with. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, just shut the fuck up. Leave them alone. Don't be the guy. Just don't be that guy. Just take a couple steps back, turn around and just let them be them and just let them go. Let them run and let them be creative. Well, speaking of that, the next two restaurants that are opening up are going to be in Atlantic City. And they just came up with names today. Potential names, right? Potential names. Now, the papers have not been signed yet. Not yet. Very true. But very, very close. We're almost done. We don't Mm -hmm. want to jinx it. But we are. Right. And then that's going to be the farthest north that we've ever reached. From where we are. Yeah. We're looking at opening. uh, It would be Mercantile Taco and then uh, the bar upstairs, which would be a tequila bar. Or is that? Was it a tequila bar? I don't know. I think that was the original bar. Yeah, because I mean, originally we wanted to do tacos and tequila. Like that was the image that I think Dan and Leah had had for it. But now splitting the two into two separate entities, you know. Do we like the name The Bar? I like the name The Bar. Do we like La Bar? That's what I said at the. I I said that at the table. I said La Bar. Air five. Sorry, Pete. She did say great minds take alike. <laughs> I yeah, I don't even want to say my name, so I'm so, just gonna go with La Bar. <laughs> so, are we in agreement? Let's say for anybody listening or watching, are we in agreement that because I'm thinking about it now, I'm like, is the name a deal breaker? I'm gonna say no, but in the same breath, I'm gonna say there are about uh, ten other things, details that are orientated with the name. In other words, uh, the facade. A little like the design. I'm mm-hmm. going to say there are 10 different pieces that if you put them all together are deal breakers. So it's basically a part of the identity. I, the I name think, is part of the identity. Well, let's I mean, say we take that restaurant identity. punk sign. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. With the couches. Yeah. Or the lighting. Or there's got to be a, it's all part of an atmosphere. It, it That's really a deal is. And I think the name and the atmosphere have to go like, you know, for instance, we were talking about going to Charlie's for dinner, a place like Charlie's like, OK, that name. Is it eye catching, ear catching, whatever? No, but I know we're going to almost like a pub that have it has really good wings and it's we can get a beer because we drink yeah. beer once a mm-hmm. freaking month, you know. Right. So like knowing, OK, I'm going to Charlie's. I expect Charlie's like food yeah. going to a place like Rubia. You think like well, what in the hell kind of food is going to be served there? Well, I'm going to stop you right there on that note. Because here's what I propose. Okay. We can't serve food at the bar, right? Right. We're going to open this bar. I just had an idea. You guys weren't here for it, but 
a couple episodes ago, which I thought was genius, we could serve Tang sandwiches at the bar. And you know what? I don't know how it tastes. It what might be it? disgusting, but at least it's a fucking conversation piece. I, I need I need to confer with my associate to my what life. is what is a tang sandwich? What is a tang sandwich? From Restaurant Punk, I'm Yanni. This is Pete. <laughs> <laughs> That's no <Noel>. help. <laughs> tang motherfucking sandwiches. Love you guys. Have a good night. What's a tang sandwich? <laughs>